The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Circus Sports. Circus Sports is back with their Circus Survivor and Circus Millions contests. $14 million up for grabs. Get all the details at circusports.com. That's C I R A C A S P O R T S.com. Circusports.com. Every summer, the world's attention descends upon the fight capital for International Fight Week. The world is watching. A celebration of mixed martial arts presented by the world's leading promotion. There's nothing like International Fight Week here in Vegas. Capped off by a stacked pay-per-view event. This is a celebration of mixed martial arts greatness. And UFC 290 on July 8th will be no different. The UFC's annual summer blockbuster has arrived and with it, all the star power you have come to expect from the combat sports leader. In the headline, featherweight king Alexander Volkanovsky. He is all gas, no brakes. He is all mentality, all drive, ferocious, fearless, driven. He is a champion. They can't bring me down. I'm here to stay. Faces interim title holder, Yair Rodriguez. This kid takes explosive, unpredictable techniques to a totally new level. I prefer to win. Yair Rodriguez is the interim UFC featherweight champion. The only thing that I care is being able to do what I love. And I promise I won't let you guys down. Never. In the co-main event, two-time flyweight champion Brandon Moreno. He's throwing full-power shots over and over and over again. He has got tremendous boxing, and he has great submissions. Brandon Moreno has done it! And now he has that championship-level experience that has propelled him into one of the greatest 125-pounders in history. Squares off with former foe, Alexandre Pantoja. Time to settle a score once again between two alums from the same season of The Ultimate Fighter. They go the distance. A clean performance from Alessandre Pantoja. Oh, he's down! 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 Hard-charging South African, Drake is duplicy. I'm top five in the world. I'm coming for number one spot. Oh! South Africa is officially on the map now. An NCAA wrestling female, Bo Nickel. I'm just going to keep getting better, keep dominating, and you bet your ass I'm getting that belt. There's That's the it. That's it. Bo Nickel by submission in round one. Takes on ultimate fighter alone, Treshawn Gould. He's got the toughness. He's got the cardio. He wants to be one of the all-time greats. Look at that. Oh, and he's asleep. Treshawn Gore. What a way to back it up this time. Let's move. Come on. From champions and contenders. Come on, let's push. To phenoms and rising stars. Faster. Harder. UFC 290 has it all. One of the more historically consequential nights in recent UFC memory. 
You are listening to The Fight Show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. You can follow my two Twitter accounts. I'm the host of the Soccer Gambling Podcast. My first Twitter account is at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. That's primarily where I tweet about soccer. If you want to get all of my podcasts, make sure you are subscribed to the Soccer Gambling Podcast. For all of my opinions on other sports, follow my other Twitter account. That is simply at LockBettingCom. That's at LockBettingCom. That's also where I post my PL every single month because I am a transparent and tracked responsible capper. The PL spreadsheet is the pin suite for the last month, every single month. At the moment, I still need to change over the month of May for the month of June, but the month of May was kept up deliberately because it was a significant month. It represented my 120th month in a row of transparent track profit. And month number 120 means I have been 100% for a decade, 100% for a decade, undefeated for a decade, 120 and 0 in undefeated months. I made a profit in the month of June. That was 121 months. So I'm 121 months undefeated. I'll be swapping that P&L over. So the pin tweet of May will be re- replaced by the month of June in the next 24 hours. If you want to see all of the old spreadsheets before you think about signing up for my service. They are posted on the website lockbetting.com and then you'll see the tracked and detract spreadsheets and the transparency that I offer to everybody that decides to tail my bets. Hopefully we can continue that success going here with what we put out for UFC 290. We are going to break down the main fights on the card But before we do that, I'm going to take a quick time out here to tell you guys about Circa Sports. Circa Millions and Circa Survivor are back with 14 million in guaranteed prizes up for grabs. Circa Millions involves taking five NFL picks against the spread each week. Circa Survivor is Survivor. Just pick a different Moneyline winner every week. You enter in Vegas, but you play from anywhere. And the Sports Gambling Podcast guys will be out there in Vegas for the last weekend in August. For all information, go to circasports.com for all of the details. That's Circa Sports, Circa spelled C-I-R-C-A. So circasports.com. My pick for both of these would be to take the Kansas City Chiefs for week one. We had a tradition of the Super Bowl winner winning their opener. They always open up the season on Thursday night and they usually win that game and cover the spread. Obviously, that was halted last year with the Bills doing a job on the LA Rams, but I think we'll get back to normality this year with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. They have to cover a six-point spread and they are a minus 300 money line favourite and I like them to get it done 
on week one and to get back to normality with the Super Bowl winner starting out with a win as I think they'll cover the spread against a Detroit Lions who are supposed to be much improved but I don't think they'll be improved enough to do anything away to the uh, Kansas City Chiefs as they travel to Arrowhead. So let's move on with breaking down this UFC card. Many people expected a stronger card for International Fight Week. Well, let's not criticise the card. The card is solid. We have some solid names here. I think they expected a bigger main event. I think many people would have liked to have seen John Jones or Conor McGregor fighting on this card. Instead, they have Alexander Volkanovsky taking on Yair Rodriguez, where Volkanovsky is a 1-4 to four minus 400 favourite, with Yair Rodriguez priced up at 3-1. to one. Now, he looks like an overwhelming favourite. That's because he is. But I found an interesting clip where Jose Masvidal is talking about the crazy training that Yai Rodriguez goes for for his fights and actually gives him a chance of beating Volkanovski. So before we look at the method of victory market and the other markets and try to pick a winner from this fight, let's have a listen to what Masvidal had to say about Yai Rodriguez. He goes to elevation of like 12,000 feet in this uh, Mexican like Aztec temple where they used to do like ceremonies, sacrifice, all this crazy. Like you got to ask, yeah, here where he goes. I, I've seen the videos, pictures. He's in there. Like it's 12,000 feet of nothing up there. That you, wow. you can't have a phone there, nothing. It's like sacred ground. So he just brings his camp. He locks himself over like eight, ten weeks. And I'm not exaggerating to you in any way, shape, or form. That's all he does. Wow. And he's been doing that for his last five, six fights. And, bro, it's pain. So much dividends. Like, he's a different guy, you know? And he's got a good style, I think, for Volkanovski. The range, the, the speed, kicks. the kicks, the wildness, weird elbows, you know? Creativity. And he's, he's like, crazy genetic, like, with, with his, like, strength level for wiriness. He's very gifted, you know? When I tell you that Yair for 45 has, like, unreal strength, it's... It's just like wiry, freaky, like he's crazy long for the weight. So that's some wild information about a plus 300 underdog here, giving him a real shot of winning the fight. The bookies don't, obviously, with uh, Volkanovski as the minus 400 favorite. The method of victory market sees Volkanovski at 2-1 to one to get this done via TKO KO, 14-1 via submission. And he's 6-5 plus 120 to get this done via a decision. Yai Rodriguez is at 7-1 to to find a TKO KO stoppage. 10-1 to via submission. And he's virtually given no hope via decision where he's priced up at 12-1. to So that is the biggest price in the uh, method of victory market with the exception of Volkanovski to find a submission. The over-under market here sees over two and a half rounds at two to five with under two and a half rounds at seven to four over 3.5 rounds at four to six minus four, uh, minus 150 with under three and a half rounds at five to four then it's 10 to 11 for over four and a half rounds and 10 to 11 for under four and a half rounds will the fight go to distance yes is it even money and no is it 8 to 11? So that's interesting because by taking the yes, 
you are only making $20 less than taking a punt on Volkanovski to win via decision. So they're almost saying if this does go to distance, there is only one winner. And that's obviously reflected also by the Yair Rodriguez price of 12 to 1 to get a decision victory here in this fight. Looking at some stats here coming in, Volkanovski has finished 15 of his, in finished his opponents, 15 of his 25 victories and his last stoppage came in the fourth round whilst Yair Rodriguez has knocked out five of the 15 opponents he has defeated. And of course, as I mentioned, he is seven to one to find the stoppage in this one. So how do I think it will play out? For me, despite the fact that Yair Rodriguez has got it all, and as Masvidal pointed out there, he goes through a a crazy training camp. He's all in with his fights. He's a great striker. He has a confident ground game. He has a kind of athleticism that has given him an advantage in every matchup that he's won since the Ultimate Fighter Latin America, which was actually over eight years ago. He just isn't Alexander Volkanovsky. We've loved watching his journey, but I don't have the balls to pick him here against Volkanovsky. He is obviously the better play. He's worth sprinkling as an underdog if you are desperately looking to take something here in this main event because he does have some advantages. But if the striking isn't going to go his way, I think Volkanovsky could change his tactics by using his wrestling to punish Rodriguez. And I think if there's any weakness that Rodriguez has shown in the past, I think that would be the one. And I think that would be Volkanovski's go-to. But there's no guarantee that Volkanovski is going to be in any trouble and that he'll need to go down that route. I think when you're looking at striking, he's more than capable of matching Rodriguez. And this narrative that Masvidal was trying to put out there in terms of the range, I think despite the fact that Volkanovski is short, it's rarely a detriment in the striking department because he does find a way to utilise his reach. He actually has a surprisingly long reach. Few adapt as well as him to different circumstances. So even if Rodriguez does get off to a good start, I think that's probably just going to be an opportunity to back Volkanovski in play as he composes himself and takes over in the championship round. So there may be a better opportunity to back Volkanovski rather than getting involved with this silly minus 400. I do think it's a closer fight than that. But if you're asking me to take a pick at the start, I would probably be looking at a very small sprinkle on Yair Rodriguez. But my tip for this would be, gun to my head, Volkanovski to get it done via a decision. I think he finds a way to grind out a decision victory. I do think he finds it a little bit more difficult at the start. But I think in the end, it will be convincing enough for him to be well in the running to have taken three, maybe four of these rounds once he works out Rodriguez. I don't think the striking is going to be an issue. He does have the wrestling to go to. I think Rodriguez's wrestling is the most weakest, is the weakest facet of any of his fights is here in this fight and if I was to pick the most significant weakness out of all of these fighters it would be Rodriguez and it would be in that wrestling department therefore my play for this fight would be to take Volkanovski to get it done via a decision and that was available for you at the price of six to five plus 120 the favorite in the method of victory market for a reason before we move on to 
looking at the co-main event, let me quickly tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy and Best Ball Mania 4 is here with Underdog Fantasy giving away $15 million in prizes. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down on your favourite MLB and NFL season player props. So many ways to win over on Underdog and Underdog is available in so many states. So to get involved, head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use your promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com and your promo code SGPN. Moving on to looking at this co-main event as Brandon Moreno takes on Alexander Pantoja, where Moreno is the 1-2 favourite and Pantoja is the 13-8 underdog. The method of victory market sees Moreno at 9-4 via TKOKO, 15-2 via submission and 2-1 to to get it done via a decision. Pantoja is at 12-1 via TKOKO. 9-2 to two to get it done via a submission and 5-1 to one to get it done via a decision. This is a five-round fight and the total rounds market see over two and a half rounds at 4-9. It's 13-8 for under two and a half rounds. Over three and a half rounds is at 4-6 to six minus 150, same as the last fight. It's 11-10 uh, t- on under three and a half rounds. The under four and a half rounds is at four to five with the over at 10 to 11. Fight to go to distance, yes, is at 11 to 10. So slightly better than the last fight with the no being priced up at eight to 11. I think we have a significant live dog here for this fight. We were trying to make a case for Rodriguez in the last fight. There is a definite case for Pandosia. Sometimes... In combat sports, in boxing and MMA, someone just simply has your number. And coming into this fight, Pandoja seems to have the number of Brandon Moreno. He's beat him in their last two fights. And I think it's fair to say that neither of those two was a fluke. Now, you could argue about time. Time has passed. A lot of time has passed since the first and second meetings. But I don't think Moreno has developed enough as a fighter to deal with the issues that Pandoja brings to this matchup. Pandoja is physically stronger than Moreno. Moreno has obviously developed since then, but I don't think he's done enough to catch up to Pandoja. And when Pandoja has you in trouble, he has an Alex Pereira level of finishing ability once he's seen an opening. And that's a fitting comparison, given that Pandoja is essentially the Pereira to Moreno's Israel Adesanya. Now, people will argue that Adesanya managed to turn that around, but I don't put Adesanya and Moreno in the same bracket. There's also a significant mental edge that Pandoja brings into this fight, being 2-0 up in the series as well. So I've always said in combat sports, it's difficult to beat an opponent in a rematch. It's even more difficult when somebody's already beaten you twice. I don't think Moreno has improved to the level where I see anything in him to reverse this result. So despite the fact that Pandoja is an underdog, I think he still has enough to beat Moreno. I think he has the offensive firepower to do it. I can see Moreno having success at the beginning and being able to utilise his command of distance and range, something that he's improved in greatly as he has improved as a fighter. I think he'll utilise those improvements at the beginning of the fight. But 
Pandoja has excellent wrestling and integrates his striking into a full game to make that more effective drawing reactions with his strikes to work takedowns on the ground. He doesn't get enough credit for his ground control. And I think that's where he'll try to win the fight. I think he'll be looking for a submission. I think that's his best route to victory. But I think the psychological edge cannot be underestimated here. I would not be taking Moreno as a wanted to minus 200 favorite. For me, all the value lies in Pantoja. Obviously, the championship rounds, again, they may favour Moreno being the fresher fighter. And I do think Pandoja is someone who is just outside his peak whilst Moreno's coming into it, which is probably why he feels that he could reverse this 2-0 deficit and finally pick up this win. But I still think the value lies with Pandoja. And I'm going to take a stab on the underdog here to get his hand raised in this one. Closing out with your lock on the show. Now, I'm going to be releasing my official card on my lockbetting.com site, and that's going to include the prelims and the other fights on the main card. But my lock here on the show is going to come from the first two fights, and we are going to go for a parlay here because I just don't see any of these two main event fights, the main or the co-main, finishing early. So we are going to take over two and a half rounds for the Volkanovski and Yair Rodriguez fight. So that's not quite to get to the championship rounds. That's two rounds and two minutes 30 of round number three, which is what you will need to cash this first leg of the parlay. And the other leg of the parlay is over 1.5 rounds in the Moreno-Pantoja fight. I think that fight's slightly more dangerous because Pantoja could find a submission or Moreno could just come in with crazy volume and think that's the way to finally get his first win over Pantoja. But I definitely think we get out of round one and into the beginning of round two. So for that one, you would need seven and a half minutes total. And for the first leg, you would need 12 and a half minutes total. So it's over two and a half rounds for Volkanovski and Yair Rodriguez and over one and a half rounds for Moreno versus Pantoja. That one pays out for you at the price of 17 to 20. So it's a $185 return for $100. So an $85 profit. And that is your two-legged parlay here for this UFC card. And that is your lock here for the show. Don't forget to check out my additional content. I currently have a Gold Cup quarterfinal preview for the CONCACAF Gold Cup featuring the USA versus Canada. That show is available on the Soccer Gambling Podcast and that show closes out with a double lock. And in the week, there'll be episodes on the Soccer Gambling Podcast covering the Serie A season, a season recap, and a brand new edition of BetMUFC. So make sure you check out all of my shows. Until then, good luck with all of your bets as always, and thanks for listening.